You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, what's up, guys and gals? Welcome into Packers Total Access Post Game Show. My name is Clayton. You can check us out on Packernet.com. You can find me on Twitter at Packers underscore access. If you'd like to email the show, you can send a message to Packers Total Access at gmail.com. And today's show, the post game show, is brought to you by Fertile Ground Ranch Discipleship Ministry. They were birthed out of the burden to help those in the community and congregations who come out of a difficult past and an addictive lifestyle. And we were actually giving away an autographed Paul Horning jersey, the home green Beckett style from pristineauction.com. Uh, autographed by the Golden Boy. And, um, yeah, if you want to enter that contest, just go to my Twitter page. You'll see a tweet pinned at the top of the page. Um, you just make sure you retweet that tweet, follow the account. That'll enter you into the contest one time. And then if you want to donate to a good cause there, you'll see a link to Fertile Ground Ranch Discipleship Ministry. Every $5 you donate will enter you into that contest one additional time. Now, on the post game show, obviously it's Christmas night. And um, we've got our, our buddy Justin on here from uh, Packernet Fantasy Podcast, and Jacob may hop on as well. We'll see what's going on. But um, we've got Goose in the chat. What's up, Goose? Merry Christmas, brother. Um, I just want to say this. It's going to be a quick show, and uh, if you see a hand reach some papers across the screen, it's it's probably my wife handing me the divorce papers, okay? So we got <laughs> we got to move quick, all right, guys? It's just the way it is. So um, with that being said, the Packers came away with a – a huge victory, man. I tell you, this is way more enjoyable, or as we say in the South, way funner than uh, <laughs> trying to paint for draft picks. But what do you think about this big win as we uh, come out 26-20 to 20 over the Miami Dolphins down there in South Beach? I mean, what a Merry Christmas, man. How It doesn't get much better than this with Packers football. Obviously, the game was kind of a nail-biter, but, you know, we're – just barely over a month ago, the, half the fan base, and including myself, I, I, I'll admit it, was saying, you know, let's tank this thing. Let's let's start thinking about next year. And now we're we're staring right into the position where we can make the playoffs. You know what a, what a game there. We we picked two off three times. There was a bunch of excitement. Keyshawn Nixon brought one out for what ninety four yards. Yeah. What a game, man! What a game. Yeah. 
It was awesome, man. And and I want to say this. I was never the person saying let's tank for draft picks, but I don't want to give the false impression that I was the guy going, we can do this. It was, look, we're not statistically eliminated yet. Let's hold the phones. Let's see if we can string together some wins and somehow get back in the playoff race. And um, I, I am not going to sit here and pretend like I've seen this coming, right? Um, right. But we, we all knew, man, that, you know, after the Detroit game, it's like, all right, guys, we we got to we got to kind of win out here, you know, if we're going to have any shot. And everything, Justin, that could have went right for the Packers has gone right this weekend. I mean, it's unbelievable. We were we went down as a family and watched the Avatar Way of the Water. If you guys know me, man, I'm a documentary nerd. I can't stand uh, any kind of superhero movies, anything like that. I just I, I don't enjoy them. So. You know, with all those history segments, I never would have guessed. Yeah, exactly. I'm in the back of the movie theater with my phone going, oh, yeah, this is all. I got 3D glasses on looking at my phone watching the games, right, trying to keep up. So, But anyway, um, yeah, so it's it's nice to see that they're still playing for something. And um, today was one of those wins, and Jacob called me immediately following the game. And it's like when I come away from this game, Justin, I'm coming away going, these are the type of wins that's like, if you can somehow win this game with as bad as Rodgers started and the offense sputtering for whatever reason were, you know, I think there were 16 passes to six runs at one point in the first half. It's like, what are we? And then we go for it on fourth down on our own. What was that? 20 or 30 yard line, whatever it was. We fake a punt. And, oh, and, and it's like, I mean, it, and then somehow you end up winning this ball game. Those are the type of wins, in my opinion, where you go, hey, look, anything can happen in the playoffs if you just punch your ticket. And and I really think that game to game, it's kind of always like that. I don't know if you noticed what I noticed, but in the first half of the season, when we go down like that, you see Rodgers kind of getting those kind of pouty attitudes. And yep. he today he kept himself together and, and the <laughs> team kept themselves together and they came out there, they kept fighting and then look where we're at, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. And Goose in the chat says, uh, it's time to believe. I was way out on this team, but they proved me wrong. This defense proved me wrong. Rodgers is not who he used to be, but he still has that brain. I think this may be his last year. Man, it, it, the thing with Rodgers, and I think you hit the nail on the head there, Goose, um, you see the inaccuracies, the inconsistency, but then you see the throw to Lazard that was just a dime. And then another play that, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to share it right now because I feel like this was kind of the turning point um, there in the game. You know, obviously, you, you're going into halftime, you created a little bit of momentum. And I haven't looked at the box score play-by-play uh, -play yet, Justin, but I believe the Packers may have won the middle eight, and they definitely won the turnover differential. And when you watch the first half, it's like there's no way they got a shot at this game. It felt like it was 40 to nothing, although they were only down by 10. It was just like nothing was going right. And especially when Keyshawn left the game. But um, I'm going to play a clip here real quick for you guys on the pod as well. And those of you watching at home, uh, appreciate you joining us. But this play right here to Mercedes Lewis set up the game-tying score, and it was just – it was a dime. You'll see Rodgers avoid a sack and then somehow throw off platform with the defender in his face and just put it right on the money. Let's check it out. Pressure coming. Rodgers, sideline, Lewis, Mercedes Lewis sets up first and goal. He's got the Packers touchdown today, and now he's got a big reception down the sideline. And like I said, that would set up the uh, the game-tying score there. And, you know, again, it's just 
you know, kind of like what Goose was saying, it, I mean, he's he's been so inconsistent, but at times he still shows he's got that pinpoint. Like, how do you evade a sack, throw off platform off your back foot with a defender in your face, put it right on the money, but then you miss Christian Watson so wide open, you know, on that deep pass? It's, that's what's frustrating. But uh, like you said, man, it, he, he didn't get pouty. They, they stuck together as a team. And uh, and somehow pull this one out. But uh, what what do you think was the big factor to you, man? When you when you look back on this game, obviously you got the three interceptions. But at what point in the game did you think, all right, we might have a shot here? When the defense started showing up, when <laughs> it, in the second half, well, let me re- rewind real quick. In in the first half, it just seemed like they could do whatever they wanted against our defense. If they wanted to run the ball. They were going to run the ball. If they wanted to pass the ball, two was throwing dimes all the way down the field and leaving guys wide open. I, I thought it was going to be a shootout the whole game till the very end. Then the guys come out in the second half, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe they put up a single point in the second half. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize that. Let's look here. And, um, yeah, they blanked them in the second half, shut them yeah, out. I, I think the defense completely shut them down, and, and they brought up a stat somewhere in the first half of the game that said something about – I believe the Dolphins had scored at least a field goal on a, I can't remember how many consecutive drives, but it, it was a lot. So for Green Bay to shut them down the entire second half, it means a lot for this defense, especially that they pick they picked two off three drives in a row. It came down at the end of the game there when we were fourth down and then we decided to kick the field goal instead of go for it on fourth down. And I'm thinking okay, that that puts us up six. We're, we're setting them up for them to come down, score a touchdown. They go up when they win the game by one point, right? Yeah. And so we, we've we've picked them off twice in a row. There's no way that we do it a third time. And then, you know, here we go. <laughs> Russell picks up number three. So, yeah, you know, it, it, was, it was impressive by the defense, most specifically in the second half. So I, I think that was that was the key to the game there. Yeah, and you know you got to give kudos to to Joe Barry, man. I it seems like I say it every day. I'm I'm constantly defending Aaron Rodgers and defending Joe Barry, and it's not that I'm saying that they are playing great or coaching great. It's just simply that when I see what happens on the field, I can't look at them and go, "Oh, they're the reason." You know, there's a, a lot of reasons why things don't always come together. And uh, when it comes to Joe Barry, though, man, they make a, made a great second half adjustment, and it seemed like every time Tua was throwing the ball in the fourth quarter. Justin, there were just defenders everywhere. But when we look at the defensive stat line, <coughs> excuse me, Adrian Amos led the team with 11 tackles. Uh, yeah, 11 tackles. Jaron Reed had uh, six total tackles, a sack and a tackle for a loss. He also had two QB hits. Preston Smith um, also had a sack. He had two QB hits. He had five tackles. Those two guys right there really wrecked the game plan. And then, you know, it, it, you hear it all the time uh, when you hear the talking heads, you know, when they, when you're anytime you're speaking about turnovers, you know, a pressure means a pick and coverage typically means a sack and everything goes hand in hand together. And you just kind of seen that meld together there in the second half and, and especially there in the fourth quarter. But let's do this. Let's go real quick. I'm going to share my screen and we're going to go to um, that first interception that really kind of sparked everything. You know, obviously the Packers at this point, it was the fourth quarter. It was 20 to 20. The game could go either way. It was a first and 10 play. And here's the Jair Alexander interception. Dolphins trying to snap a three-game losing streak. Tonga Vailoa. Uh-oh, that one's picked! Dueling interceptions! Jair Alexander! Punch, counterpunch! 
football. Well, it's good. Yeah, man, they really, really stuck together. And, and the thing that I noticed about that pick, like I said, Justin, was, you know, it's one thing if a player just makes a great break on a the ball, they're in single coverage, what have you. But there were five defenders near that ball, which tells me, I mean, Joe Barry, whatever adjustment he made, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to go watch the tape. But um, what? how do you feel about Jair Alexander? I don't, we haven't talked much. I've been a, a big critic of Jair because I'm not – I'm not a big fan of the of the loudmouth swag running running your mouth. Although my, Coach Matt Lafleur is, I don't know why I'm so concerned about it. But, I, <laughs> but uh, it seems like the guy he will blow coverages, he will make mistakes schematically. But when you need a big play, man, he he just he he comes up with the big pick time and time again. So I guess I'm kind of right in the middle on that. I I guess where you always say you know you don't like that loudmouth type stuff. I. I I can get on board with that. You know, I, I'd rather have him be a, be a hard worker and all that, which, which I think he is. But it, he, he's just a big play guy. And he's a, he's he's an in your face type player. And I like that. I think I think that's good for our defense. You know, he brings he brings the energy. Dude brings the you know what talk. Watch my mouth there for you. <laughs> there you go. Appreciate that. <laughs> but, you know, did you uh, – speaking of Jair, though, did you happen to see his post-game interview when he was talking about that interception? And then after, what, what did after he say? the post-game, he did the little the little waddle. He did the little waddle <laughs> draw. <laughs> you, you have to watch it. I wish I – wish, uh, before we started recording this, I wish I would have had you bring it up so you could play it on here. It's pretty I, funny. I but, may be able to yeah. find the interview here in a second, so I may try yeah. to run that down when we get through these other highlights. I would like to see that. But – in the stack he was column. trying to he was trying to explain Tyreek coming up the middle and then him just waiting for the ball and the way the way that he explains it. Jair, I, like I said, I I know I know why you feel the way you feel about Jair, but man, he's a funny dude. He cracks me up. No, he is, and and his teammates love him. I mean, there's not been anybody complaining about that. I I guess I'm still a little sore about the the preseason. You know, the whole uh, captain comment. If that hadn't happened, I need to let that go. I need to grow up. I guess what it comes down to because, yeah. Um, he, uh, I don't know, man, he, he just always tends to show up and we've got here in the chat, uh, Bill Von Vegel, I guess is how you say the name. Appreciate you tuning in, man. He said, did Joe Barry just keep his job? I don't know. For man. now, for now. <laughs> yeah, for now anyway, right. Um, what, if you've ever seen the movie, the program, what the coach says there at the end of that, he says, we get to keep the house or get to keep the car. We got the house for another week. Right. <laughs> so, but Joe Barry, man, um, I, again, I've watched the tape all year and, and, I never find myself going, what is Joe Barry doing here? I do find myself going, how do they miss that tackle? Or why did why, that wasn't his assignment? Why, how did he blow that coverage? And when it comes to that stuff, the, you know, you've got scheme and you've got coaching, I guess. I don't think there's anything wrong with Barry's scheme. But if coaching does consist of you getting the players ready in those uh, situations, you're going to let that fall, you know, solely on the coach, then yeah, I guess I understand it. But um, so, again, that second I'm, half scheme looked good, though. I'm with you there on the tackling, but the one thing that I'm concerned about with his scheme is don't you feel like there's a lot of times we play teams and there's guys screaming down the field wide open? And then maybe that's because of his zone, zone looks or, you know, we I guess in the past we've as fans scream, no, play man, play man, and that doesn't work out either. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. For me, um, when you when you run the Fangio style, if you're gonna if you're gonna run it from a conservative approach, right, and you're gonna show a lot of two on the shelf, then 
it, it's something that's going to simply be you're going to give up big plays. It's a bend but don't break defense. You know, it's not like the 34 zone blitz that Dom Capers ran, where you're just going to be aggressive, 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 right? Um, that type of thing. So, uh, you know, I, I feel like if you if you can hit home with a four man rush with the Fangio uh, scheme, which you know I think the statistics show that we've blitzed a lot more this year than we did last year, which is kind of out of that whole you know. And maybe maybe we'll look at this tape and go, you know what? They did bring more of a four man rush. I don't know. I have to go and watch it. There was so much going on in the living room. I'm peeping over people's. Oh, look at that. Oh yeah, that's a beautiful gift. Thank you so mm -hmm. much. Yep, that's same. Thought, speaking of those divorce papers, we're trying to do family Christmas, and I'm staring over my shoulder the whole time. Like my wife's like, "This day is not about football." I'm like, "Can it be about both?" You know? Yeah, can it yeah, come, on. come on, man. Football, football's family, right? That's what they told me on TV. So, anyway, <laughs> just right, so happy to be the, the only diehard Packer fan in the room. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jair Alexander in the stat column: four tackles, one pass deflection. Obviously, the interception showed up big, and, and another guy that that kind of came through there in the clutch in the fourth quarter. I still can't believe we got three interceptions in the fourth quarter. That is wild. Uh, but three, this three guy, drives in a row. Yeah, it was our boy Devondre Campbell with the big play. Let's go to the tape here. Back to the thirty. Second and thirteen. That's picked off by Devondre Campbell. Second drive in a row ended by a Packer interception. Well, you don't hear that often, do you? Second drive in a row ended by a Packer interception, man. They they came to play, and it's funny because the difference between this defense and, and last year's defense, in my opinion, you, know, you, you weren't seeing the turnovers that you had last year. And now all of a sudden they're just coming in bunches, right? But so, uh, Devondre Campbell, man, I'm so glad they got him locked up for several years. He's just one of those dudes. There was a couple times today I felt like he was a little late breaking on the ball. But on that play there, it was he read to his eyes the whole way. Outstanding play there. What did you think about that pick? I mean, just Devondre Campbell being in the right place at the right time again, you know. And like you said, that – the defense this year, the difference, it really does seem like last year we were getting all the turnovers. It was the, like you said, bend, don't break type type defense. And last year we were getting all these picks. We were getting all these fumbles. This year we haven't really been been getting those defensive turnovers. And then games like today, you know, you pick two off three times in a row, you win the game. Absolutely. Yeah. And Devondre Campbell, you know, you look at the stat column, you'd think he didn't have a good game, you know, three tackles, one pass deflection. And then, of course, he had that crucial interception. It's just in, in the second half and, and more specifically there in the fourth quarter, everything just kind of kind of cranked up quick, man. And the cool thing about the, the guys who are making these plays that we're talking about, right, they're all under contract. That's what's so awesome. You know, Rasul's under contract next year. Obviously, Jair just signed his new deal. Um, and then uh, – uh, Devondre Campbell, you know, signing that deal. So all these guys coming back is really exciting. You, you know, in the addition to Quay Walker last week having his highest graded game, according to PFF, as a Packers linebacker, really exciting stuff there too. So, um, yeah, man, I don't know. I, it's just as bad as this season's gone, I think it could have been a lot worse given the injuries. And, and you know, here we had a, a, a rookie starting at left tackle again in Zach Tom. Then you had Yash go out of the game, right? I don't. Did he ever return? Did you ever hear, Justin? Yash did not come back. Uh, Royce Newman finished the rest of the game, but and, but you were saying, you know, as bad as this season has gone, I I feel like in past seasons we've had a lot of things bounce our way. That this season they're bouncing the other way. This this season could be a lot better. Think about where we're at right now. We're staring into a possible 
playoff position when we lost a close game to Washington. We lost a close game to the Giants. We lost a close game to Detroit. These are all games that last year we, we found a way to win. But yeah. this year we fell a little bit short. This this could be a lot different of a season. Just a very minimal things happen. It just goes to show how important every single game in the NFL is compared to, you know, other sports like NBA basketball. They played so many games. You know, one loss doesn't mean much. Here in the NFL, every win and loss is huge. Yeah. And you know, I'm sitting here. It's funny. The reason I asked that too, I'm I'm glancing as we're recording this on uh on Christmas night, you got the Broncos playing over here against the Rams, and they're getting absolutely boat race. It, I mean, it's something what is it? It's 41 to 6 right now, guys. It's actually awesome because uh in our in our Packernet fantasy league right go. now, here I'm I'm in the final four and I'm playing against Denver defense and they're getting whooped, so it's working out for me. I'm about to be in the championship next week. <laughs> nice, good stuff. Yeah, 41 to 6. And think about Russell Wilson, man. You pay him 240 plus million dollars. And, and he's draft up picks. six points. Yeah, and draft picks. And you're putting up six points against the L.A. Rams that are just depleted. I mean, absolutely. Isn't it funny that last – we were there at the game, yep, Justin. We absolutely. were there Monday night football against the Rams. And you come away with probably our best win of the season, and the critics immediately say, oh, well, this is a banged-up Rams team. This wasn't a good team you beat. Okay, they're, they're dropping 41 points right now on the Denver Bronco defense. And yep. as bad as that offense is, that defense, from what I understand, has been pretty solid all year. So um, just amazing, man. You never know any given Sunday, dude, any given Sunday. So let's move on to the third pick that was really, really kind of – I mean, this did this sealed the deal for the Packers uh, today, and it's our boy uh, – Rasul Douglas. And I love the tweet because the tweet did say another INT for the Packers. And it's the Packers Twitter account. And it says, Tis it says the season of giving. It's got a bunch of gift emojis. <laughs> Here we go. Over the sideline and picks. Rasul Douglas. Third consecutive drive that ends in an interception. And how about the Packers D standing tall today? How about that Packers D standing tall today, man? Three straight drives man, that ended in an interception. When that happened, I'm jumping up in the middle of our family Christmas like, get down, get down, get down, man, get down. No way that just happened. Yeah, and that little baseball slide he gave, and then he just pops back up like, that's right. Just kind of yep. that's, that's I would much rather see that than dancing. That's just me. I love it. Just put the nail in the freaking coffin. Yep. But uh, Rasul on the uh, stat sheet here. Uh, had three tackles today, two pass deflections, and obviously that that interception that really sealed it. But I'll tell you, if I had to pick a dog of the week, though, Justin, it's my boy Mason Crosby. The guy four for four on field goals today, two for two on extra points, had a long of 46, and none of the kicks looked pretty. None of them looked like he hit them square. But by George, they went over the crossbar. Um, what do you think about Mason, man? I haven't asked you this before. Do you think Mason comes back next year? Oh, that's a toughie, man. Um, so there's been a lot of talk about if he comes back and if Rodgers comes back. And I know Goose said something earlier about he doesn't think Rodgers comes back. I I do think Rodgers comes back next year. Hmm. Mason Crosby, been a big Crosby fan his entire career besides one year. that the, I don't know if you remember what year it was. It's been, it's been quite a few years now. He had a really bad season. Otherwise, I've been a big fan of him. I think that he's just getting to that age. He he just doesn't really have the leg anymore, and I think he knows it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he 
his accuracy this year has been has been pretty good. I just think like you you notice it on kickoffs. He don't he doesn't even have the leg to make it to the end zone anymore. I just think he's hitting that age where in the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Hopefully we can find a way to win a Super Bowl this year for him because I feel like he he deserves another one. But he he's a guy that no, I don't think he comes back next year. I think I think he's probably done after this one. If you ask me, yeah. And when you say you you expect Rodgers to come back, which I'm in that camp too. If I had to, I'm not saying I'm completely sold on him coming back, but if I had to bet one way or the other, my money would be on he's going to return. He's not going to go out like this, unless of course. They somehow, and I'm not predicting yeah. this, but they somehow were to run the table and and win a Super Bowl. I would beg him to quit, please. Well, Rogers, and that's that. That's exactly the camp I'm in. If they somehow find a way to to run the table, smooth on out of here and win a Super Bowl, yeah, right out, buddy. You you had a multiple MVP career with now two Super Bowls. Get on out of here. Otherwise, he's looking at this. This Green Bay team is something new to him. How often have you seen guys like Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, and then you know you sprinkle in a little of Samari Torre? But this this is a new a new deal for him. You know he's he's thrown to to new guys with talent. I I think that it, if he if we finish this season and say whatever we don't make it in the playoffs or win a Super Bowl or whatever, it'd be almost like a tease to him. You know, there's no way he doesn't come back and try it again. Those guys are going to Watson Dobbs. They're going to get way better in their second year. And he's going to want to be a part of that. I guarantee it. Yeah. And, you know, I had enemies in the house here during the game. I, I've got a nephew who's a big Vikings fan. He, uh, and I'm a, I always have to preface this story, okay? Um, I wouldn't even allow him in my house if there wasn't a good reason for him to be a Vikings fan. He, he actually had his pancreas removed when he was a young child and spent time at the Children's Hospital in Minneapolis. So the Minnesota Vikings players came and visited him when he was just, just a little boy, and he just fell in love with him. So he's a big Vikings fan. But they were there today i mean a, wearing vikings jerseys in my living room on christmas morning right and we're watching this game and he looked me in the eye and he's like if they get rogers one more target dude they're going to be a handful like with between watson and Dobbs." and right. he even sees it and he's you know a, uh, what a sophomore in high school now 
But uh, we got, um, let's see here. We've got Bill Ryan in the chat. He says, I love Watson, but his injuries have me worried. Uh, Justin, if you don't have the answer, it's okay. We can find it. But did you hear exactly what happened with Watson when he left the game? Not exactly. I did see at halftime they said he was questionable to return with a hamstring injury, and then they immediately cut the broadcast to him with a player. I didn't see who it was talking to him, and he he mouthed to him, you know, I'm fine, I'm fine. I don't know what that means. He's standing there on the sideline, but – for him to not come back in the game is slightly concerning, especially after the fact that he had six catches in the first half, which man, Christian Watson can play, man. I'm yeah. I, I don't, I don't remember the last time I was this excited about a football player that we had at a, at a young age. So he, I mean, he's got, he's got a solid future with the team. I, I can understand why people would be concerned with the injury issues, but yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the thing the thing that's been a pleasant surprise for me and Bill, thanks for thanks for hanging out with us, buddy. And thank you for the the uh, comment, the question there. Um, the thing that really surprised me, we knew he had speed. We know he has the frame, the height, all those things. Right. Uh, some people question his catching ability. But the thing that's really got my attention is his catching traffic. I mean, like that catch he made today, I believe it was was it on a fourth down, if I remember correctly, it was at least a third. It might have been a fourth. And he took a lick held on to the ball like you've seen that time and time again this year. And like you said, he had six catches, 49 yards, average 8.2 a pop, and he was targeted eight times. So eight targets, six catches, pretty good day at the office. I, um, I think that catch you're referencing, I think that was a fourth down, which is also another point that Rodgers trusts that kid. Absolutely. You know, he's he's not going to throw he's not going to throw him that ball if he doesn't trust him to catch it. Yeah. And, you know, we, we've heard so much talk all week long about about Alan Lazard and how he shouldn't be starting. I've heard several people say that. And I tend to agree that, you know, the, the majority of the look should go to Dobbs and Watson. Although if you're in 11 personnel, the majority of the time, then you're going to have a slot receiver there, too. You would think that would be Cobb, but Lazard continues to get, you know, a ton of snaps. He had 11 targets today. Lazard did and only five catches. You can just tell. <clears throat> excuse me, Rodgers forces in the ball at times, although that dime that Rodgers dropped on the sideline, I mean, what a great catch. He had a, a defender draped all over him. Dusty Evely said it best on Twitter. He's like, I guess we're not calling pass interference anymore. Yep. I was I, just going to say that. How, how many times in this game did our receivers get – I'm trying to think of a family-friendly <laughs> way to, <laughs> <Mugged>. to word <laughs> it. They just got mugged and then – refs just had the blinders on like how how do you not call that you know there was the one with Watson in the end zone he like come on man I I I don't I really 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 try not to complain about the refs but man they can change games and and this year it's it's been kind of bad and you know it is what it it happens to every team but but man to to watch that (laughs) come on bro right yeah and, you know, that's that's almost as frustrating as seeing someone like Devontae Wyatt not get more snaps. And I don't know what his snap count was today, but he got another quarterback hit today. He continues to show flashes. Kingsley and Igbare, um, another quarterback hit. Quay Walker only had one tackle. I don't know if he was banged up throughout the course of the game, and maybe I just missed it. But uh, he, his stat line is definitely lower, although, like we said, he had one of his highest-graded games uh, last week. Now, Aaron Rodgers' numbers finished out at 24 of 38, 238 yards, um, only averaged 6.3 yards, and uh, had a touchdown in that interception. Um, he was sacked twice, uh, lost a total of 16 yards there. And, 
yeah, it just seemed like at times he was off the mark, although, you know, there was a couple balls that were dropped. One was right to Lazard, would have been a first down. He dropped that pass. And then there was times that Rodgers was just off the mark. There was times that he held the ball too long. Um, you know, kind of a, a, a big, uh, just a meld of everything. But um, I'm hoping that if Rodgers gets healthy this offseason, he decides to come back, he he returns to that top 10 form. Because in my opinion right now, he's definitely not playing within the top 10 of quarterbacks as much as I love Rodgers. He's, he's drifted out of that now to me. But it's still hilarious. I think if I understood correctly, he's still leading the NFC in touchdown passes. Like, how – it, it, I mean, we've seen him. We've seen him be off this year, right, and play bad at times. And still somehow he has the most touchdown passes in the same conference as Tom Brady. Like, how does that – it's just wild to me, man. But um, we got Matt LaFleur at the podium here from earlier. I'm going to go there real quick. Let's see what he's got to say, and we'll wrap this big bear up. It wasn't pretty, certainly. I think a lot of times when you kick a bunch of field goals, that's usually just enough to get you beat. And um... – we got to be better in the red zone, obviously. Got to give these guys better calls. But uh, can't say enough about our defense, especially the first half, obviously, was not up to our standard. But in the second half, definitely made a few adjustments. And our guys um, really went out there and executed. And anytime you have four takeaways in a game, you should win that game. And so uh, that's a really good football team. Um, the Dolphins, they got a lot of, a lot of explosive playmakers like we knew. And they do a great job, and uh, but just super proud of our guys' effort today and the, their ability to go out there and find a way to win. Well, I, I just think it, it comes down to all eleven, you know, playing the call and, and doing the best they can. And I think our guys, it seemed like we were getting a little bit more pressure up front on Tua, making a move uh, out of the pocket. And um, we knew he's a guy that, that's going to anticipate and he's going to let the ball go. And But if you if you can read the quarterback the right way, that also gives you some opportunities defensively. And that's our guys did a great job of that. That's a great point. I didn't even think of it that way, Justin, um, that, you know, when a quarterback gets the ball out of his hands that quick and it's a timing-based system, it's 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 a big advantage for an offense, obviously, because it's hard to defend that if the reads are made correctly, the side adjustments are there. You can go through the progressions and find the hole in the defense. But at the same time, if you sugar just enough, like you've seen Campbell do on that pick, and you you can read the quarterback's eyes, you can put yourself in a position to to make that a disadvantage for him, right? Yep. One one thing I want to go back from the beginning of when you brought him in on his interview is he said we have to be better in the red zone. How important is that? Because very beginning of the game, Keyshawn Nixon, Nixon brings one out, not, was it 94 yards or whatever, and then we still wind up with a field goal. I don't know about you, but I feel like every time we get into the red zone, I start holding my breath because mm -hmm. we're, we're so good in the middle of the field, and then we get to the red zone and we flop. Yeah, they got to they got to get in. They got to score. And that used to be one of the best things about the Packers is they get down there. If they were in the red zone, they were going to score. And Absolutely. this year, I think that is one of the faults to the team is that we're getting down there and we're not scoring. Yeah. And, and you know, that's to me that that comes a little bit down to schematics. It really does. Um, I remember those days where we were so good in the red zone. Right. And literally. <laughs> It was like 90% of the time we would get inside the five, and what we do, we would spread it out five wide. If they did that this year, 
people would lose their minds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So instead, we're lining up in tight formations, right? And we're just trying to hammer the ball in and run a little play action, boot this and that. But again, when you when you return that kick all the way down inside the five, the game plan there, in my opinion, is you've got them on the ropes early. Dude, hammer that thing three times and kick a field goal if you have to. Yep. But don't try to get cute. And they tried to get cute, got sacked. Excuse yep. me, lost yards, the whole nine yards. It was just, uh, yeah, it was ugly, man. But I'm with you. I do, uh, I do tend to, uh, to kind of cringe when they get down there for sure. So Bill Ryan here in the chat says, "How do you keep Justin Jefferson under 150 yards?" Um, well, you know, I, I came into this game thinking, you know, the Dolphins have got one of, if not the best, uh, wide receiver combos in the league, and the best in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, and then here you if came you, out and, you know, shut them out you, in the second half. If you uh, want to you know, keep Justin it? Jefferson under 150, put Jair man-to-man with safety help. And yeah, then make, every, make everybody else do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but it's funny because, um, you know, early in the season when you play them, it, it's so hard to beat the same division rival twice, right, because you've got that tape. And when you look at it from their standpoint and they come into this game, <coughs> excuse me, They've got to be looking at it like, okay, this worked really good last time. Do we stick with this game plan or do we change it up? And the Packers are looking at the tape going, all right, here's what they did last time. Let's be ready for that. And it's it's just this game of chess that I absolutely love. I really like our chances against the Vikings. This game, to me, was the more difficult one. The, the Miami going down on the road Miami. And now we've got what's left. Am I right? Is, is it Minnesota and Detroit that's left? Is that right? Yep, and, and they're both at Lambeau. At Lambeau Field. Look who we got here in the house. We got a special guest. Let's get him in here real quick. Mr. Jacob. Hey, we are live, sir. So let's watch the language, please. How you doing, man? I always watch my language. I watch it be amazing. I watch it be blessed like the Lord on this day of Christmas and uh, giving thanks on this day. I would. I'm not going to lie, guys. I fell asleep. I took me an old p.m. nap after that happened right. um uh, merry christmas to you all justin merry christmas with that little mustache you got going on there merry christmas clayton it's a, it's a beautiful mustache thank you yeah it's great it's really good i'm glad you got your power on that you can do clayton's podcast and not and uh you know coming to ours <laughs> podcast <laughs> watch your language now don't be swearing watch your language i know you want to rebut in a certain normal way justin does now uh bless the lord anyways all, right, all seriousness guys merry christmas to everybody um that was, I'm sure my dude, my neighbors hate me so much. They hate me so <laughs> much. I was screaming and I was cussing. And like, they hear me come on here being like, everything's all right, guys. Like, and they're like, nah, we saw you for three quarters that game, bro. They knew who I am. They know who I am. So, <clears throat> Goose in the I, chat I, here says, he says, if they do a behind the line of scrimmage, pa a screen pass again in the red zone, I'm going to kick Matt in the shins. <laughs> I saw that before Jacob got on. I was laughing about it. I, uh, Jacob, I really you, do think you, it's – You ahead, signed sorry. on like we were, we were smooth on ready to shut the podcast down. We were on the way out, and then you signed in. <laughs> You're going to get I, a full divorce, man. <laughs> I jumped. I, I jumped up because I literally, I took a nap. I took a little power nap because I thought there's no way Clayton's going to actually do this. I thought Mandy would definitely shut him down. Um, but anyways, I don't want to prolong this. I thought it was a great game. Um, I was very uh, harsh of Rodgers. Everybody in the chat knows that. I think Clayton had to cut me off. He stopped talking to me about in the second quarter. <laughs> um, I, you know, it's just, I, I, I thought Rodgers kind of. He, he had a bad game. 
He had a bad yeah, game. I, I don't think he was – yeah, I don't think he, he looked pinpoint, but um, he did enough, and especially in the second half. And I really like the fact that the team – the team, I thought that the team rallied around him, and I think that he was a leader in a lot of ways. And I thought that they, I mean, they did what they needed. We got a lot of help from, what do you call it, St. Nick, or I don't know, but somebody. Somebody <laughs> pulled the candy cane out of you know what. So um, <laughs> I, I'm just happy, and I'm excited, and I, it, it didn't ruin Christmas, you know. I'm happy. Uh, I didn't, I'm, I'm just happy, man. It, it's a That's good cool. day. I- it's a good day. You know, I, I don't think Rodgers had a horrible game. I think he could have been better. I think that his stat line probably would have been a lot better had those PI calls been called that should have Yo, been called. Yo, dude, and I don't even want to – good passes. I don't want to like, sound like that was, fan, but four. that was – that those when my dad – my dad is the biggest, um like, non – like, he doesn't like to brand the refs. When my dad said to me, he goes, these refs are junk. I was like, okay, all right, something's going on here. They were just on letting them play to the ultimate extent. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you can push you can push people in the back, and then <laughs> that's what's up, man. You can just push them in the back, and then that's just you making room. I guess that's what the yeah, announcers or, made it sound like. Or do like Jalen Ramsey last week did to Christian Watson, and, and somehow grabbed the back of his jersey, jumped in front of him, ran in midair, and so you know just, I haven't got to ask good. you guys yet. Was that the end zone that you guys were at, or were you guys on the other side? That, that was happened. the end zone. That was our end yeah. zone. So you yeah, were yeah. right in front of that. I, I oh, about yeah. lost my mind yeah. when that happened. I'm like, no way they didn't call that. He clearly yeah. just tripped him on purpose. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it was bad, man. It was real bad. You could you could just see it was awkward. And then you watch the replay. And it's there's nothing worse than especially when you're live at a game and you're you're like, okay, that is that is a blatant foul, right? That's a penalty. And and we've got to move on to the next play. This sucks. Like <laughs> it's the worst, man. Because you're 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 so in the moment. You and they keep showing the freaking replay, and you're just like, just stop playing it, please, God. I just want to move <laughs> yeah. on. It's horrible. But Bill <clears throat> Bill Ryan in the chat says it was the ghost of Lombardi. Maybe the ghost of Lombardi pass that showed up today on Christmas. I don't know, man. But whatever it was, I'm glad it was there. That's a huge win. Uh, we're still alive. I, I can't wait to see kind of the playoff scenario update now. Go ahead, Jake. Well, it didn't and I maybe you guys cover this, but didn't like every single thing that we needed to happen this week happen? I every mean, almost to there was four games. Sweet All baby Jesus tea. on Christmas Day is giving us a little blueprint as to what we got to do. Let's do this. Absolutely, Jesus loves the Packers. So we'll we'll try to get everybody an update. I don't have it pulled up right now, um, but I would like to get an update on the playoff scenario and and what games we're looking to watch next week. Now, obviously, they got to win out to have a a realistic shot. Um, I think they could lose and still have a shot, but win this thing out, man. You know, and uh, and Minnesota's shown that they can be shaky, right? Oh yeah, I know they pulled another one out, uh, but you know, that's a paper tiger, man. I feel like the Dolphins are at least on that equal playing field as Minnesota when it comes to talent. So, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's kind of cool, man, because you're seeing these teams start to emerge. Right. And, and you've got these, (laughs) now you're starting to see that, that McVeigh version of Shanahan's system kind of hanging around a little bit, Miami running it, you know, obviously the 49ers version more than McVeigh's. And then you've got O'Connell in Minnesota who's had a great year. It's like, but the teams at the bottom, like your Chicago Bears and, and you know, with, with Getsy and those guys are just so, so bad this year. Um, yeah. And here we got Goose in the chat, always providing the entertainment, says the refs are taking payments from Roger haters to keep his stats down. 
Hey, I'm in the middle of a battle right now. I clicked on Twitter to show a couple of videos, and I think I had 24 notifications because I put a tweet up gouging at the, the Rogers haters a little bit. You know, I got to stir it up a little bit. So, anyway, they're waiting on me right now as soon as we get done with this pod. I got to go answer those. <laughs> Any parting thoughts, though, as we get ready to head um, into next week against Minnesota? Because if we get this win in Minnesota, man, it's setting up a, a battle against the Lions. I never well, you, thought we would say that. You said in Minnesota, but it's in Lambeau, isn't it? Right now, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. Lambeau, okay. yeah. So the last two it. games are at Lambeau, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. um, you are correct. How about this, guys? How cool would it be? We all sitting here last week. You know, we, we were. I'm, I'm still recovering. I can hear it in Clayton's voice. He's oh, still recovering. Bad, that that Lambeau took a lot of that Lambeau trip. We all went to took a lot out of all of us, and a lot of us thought, well. We're going hard because this is going to be this is basically our Super Bowl and this is the end of the year. But look at it. I, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, man, it, it, we could have all been there to witness one of the greatest beginnings of a run to the Super Bowl champions that you'll ever see. I'm just <laughs> calling it now because I'm trying to stay positive. I mean, think about it. Man. If we start if we start because that was that wasn't the start of the run the table. Right. But that was we're basically right there in the beginning of that. Locomotion getting moving. It's a similar situation. If we, if we win two more, and Washington right? loses, and Washington loses one time, yeah. which they can lose, they play what Cleveland and Dallas. Mm-hmm. We're in. That's Let's go. Yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah, and uh, does it, have you all touched on this? Does anybody know what the status of Christian Watson is? Is that just a little? Which, the hamstring makes me more nervous than anything. Man, exactly. That could be that could be yeah. six weeks. Who knows? Yeah. I asked Justin the same thing. He hadn't heard anything, although he did say, and, and he did kind of. You know, all right, listen, I just, just what I seen on TV, right? He said that he's seen him mouthing to somebody on the sideline. I'm all right, you know, but he didn't well, come out. Why did he take game. his freaking pads off? Yeah. Exactly. Well, so. yeah. Well, he didn't take his pads off. He was on the sideline, still suited up and everything. It, it was right after halftime when that happened. But, you know, if, it, if it's a hamstring injury and he can't play football, he can still stand there and watch and say he's fine, you know. No. So yeah. who knows? We'll, we'll find out whenever the injury report comes out. But, it, it is slightly concerning that he didn't play the second half and Keyshawn Nixon didn't play the second half. And those Dude, two guys are, are guy. big time. Oh. Those are our two big time playmakers right now. I feel like they are the boost that Snoop's we got. Is nephew? Is that what it is? Yeah, he's Snoop's nephew. Yeah. yeah let so me take cool. Snoop but, and find out if he's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah let me, hold on. Yeah. But I feel like those two, <laughs> those two guys are, are the boost that we needed in the second half of the season. I mean, we that's... didn't have we didn't have a Keyshawn Nixon returning kickoffs for fifty plus yards, and we didn't have a Christian Watson making. All I would these big say plays. that. Um, so I would I would I would reiterate real quick before we get out here. I would say it's the Keyshawn Nixon plus the combination of Dobbs and Watson because when we get those guys both on the field, and I saw some stat where they've only been on for like ten percent of the plays or something like that this year. Yeah, if we get both those guys on the field, and as much lo- uh, hate as we were throwing at Lazard, I shouldn't say we. Come on, Ryan, pump the brakes. Stop being a Lazard hater. But I mean, he showed out a couple of times. He had a couple of look, and that's what he's good for. He is he's a very, you know, he's a very well-rounded receiver in the fact that he's a tall, average speed, very sure-handed guy. And I mean, he had that one that he dropped that was right in his hands. But usually that does not happen with Lazard. So. Um, I think he's a great baseline. Again, if we could have, think about if we have uh, Watson, Dobbs, Lazard as a three, maybe Torre as a four, and then let's get another draft pick and see what we do. And that's a that's a very, very well rounded, absolutely receiver room. Yeah, and here so. in the chat, um, Bill Ryan said Rogers haters still want to start love, 
And then that leads to uh, <laughs> Goose, says, <laughs> Goose says, I mean, I'm pro love, but I don't think he bench Rodgers at this point. Yeah, Goose hit course, the nail on the head right there. I, yeah, hey, I think so as too, I said yeah. to Clayton, I have been very I, – I am I, I am a Jordan Love, Jordan Love guy that I want to see. I think that – I'll still go out on this limb, guys. I think that if Jordan Love started this whole season, we'd be – Eight and eight, nine and seven ish around this point in the game. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, don't shake your little mustache at me, Justin. <laughs> Put your mustache away. <laughs> but that being said, I also am one of those guys that I was very vocal that I want to start Aaron Rodgers until we can't start Aaron Rodgers. And if he's, he's clearly seems like he's rebounded from that. Don't do that. He's clearly rebounded from the, uh, the thumb and the, and the torso, you know, issue, rib issue. So I'm, Right now, I'm I'm gonna ride this this Rogers train until it uh, until it derails. So yeah, about, I mean, he's, uh, about the end of 2023. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that's where it gets shaky. Goose said in the chat, "Yeah, Nixon's a huge loss, man. He made me look like a genius tonight. We have family came in. They they literally just came in and sat down, and games getting ready to kick off. And I said, "You see this guy right here?" And my brother-in-law's like, "Yeah." I was like, "That's Snoop Dogg's nephew." I was like, "Watch this guy. Watch this return." And he took it 94 yards. <laughs> my, my brother was like, damn, are you serious? Like, it was called, called shot completely. It was awesome. Absolutely awesome. But Loved it. Anyway. But I think we'll uh, we'll get ready to wrap it up here. Jacob, we appreciate you hopping on with us, brother. Um, like I was telling them early in the show, um, at any point you guys are liable to see a paper come across the screen, and it's Mandy handing me divorce papers because the whole family's downstairs <laughs> right now. You've so. been served. But you, yeah, I, I told, I like told the call 30 you, minutes, and we're pushing an hour now. So Yeah, so <laughs> just yeah. blame it on me. It's fine. <laughs> that, that's not going to save the marriage, Jacob. All right, it's not. Right. Anyway, we're going to get out of here. We appreciate everybody stopping by on YouTube and Twitter. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll get this pod out to you uh, just as soon as we hop off here. We'll get everything live. Justin, thank you for your time, man. Jacob, as always, dude, it's a blast hanging out with you. And, um, yeah, so huge win here as the Green Bay Packers come away. Uh, winners in Miami, 26-20, as Rodgers has said. And uh, I say it seems like every week now we're saying it. We're, we're not dead yet, baby. So, um, as always, let's go out and be the change we want to see in the world. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and anything else that you might celebrate. Uh, God bless, and uh, let's go out and be the change we want to be in the world. Inches to go.